Kia ora and welcome to the Stronger Dads Collective podcast, where we aim to help dads be stronger versions of themselves as fathers, people, and in their athletic pursuits. I'm your host, Hayden Pritchard, and you can find me at hjp underscore stronger dads on Instagram, and you can learn more about me and my coaching services at hjpmethod.co.nz. Before you finish listening today, be sure to rate and subscribe on the platform you're listening to. Right, let's get into today's episode. Kia ora and welcome to episode 43 of the Stronger Dads Collective podcast. Today I have a solo episode for you, so it is just me and the mic, as we are well aware that is what a solo episode is. Um, But I have a few things that I kind of wanted to chat to you guys about today. Um, Firstly, basically just give a bit of an update on the 161, um, I guess, hybrid training goal that I had and now still have, but we'll get to that. Um, bit of an update as well around the situation with baby number two um, because baby number two should have been here by now well theoretically if you you know can trust the due date Um, in light of that I also want to have a bit of a chat around future goals and training and kind of what I'm doing um, with these micro sessions um, which if you follow me on Instagram you will have seen a little post about those that I did the other week but it's just how I'm kind of trying to have a plan amongst the chaos that is um life with a newborn or will be life with a newborn Um, and then basically just a couple of other things to finish off but let's dive firstly into the 161 update so if you're not up to speed with what I'm referring to with the 161 update essentially um, a few months ago month ago ish um, maybe a little bit longer than that um, I posted around the goal that I had to, that I'd called the 161 and the 161 basically refers to two things firstly there's the front squat goal the front squat 1RM goal of 161 kilos um, which is roughly double body weight or just over double body weight depending on the time of day that I weigh myself um, and within the same 24-hour period to also run a sub six minute mile so I've been working towards that and I had put a bet on I think as I mentioned um, a little while ago with Jono to, that I would hit that 161 front squat prior to the end of October. Now for me this aligned quite nicely with when baby number two was due because day, baby number two was due on the 4th of, uh, 6th sorry, of November and I'm recording this today um, on the 8th of November um, but on the 6th of November baby number two was due and I thought hey well end of October that is a good time to put a deadline on that 161 goal because who knows what training will look like as I head into November um, with a newborn and two children because it will just throw a little bit of a spanner um, into the works as you'll be aware of from our conversations with um, our guests on the show that you know basically trying to train around babies can be interesting so I thought hey that's a really good time to try and hit that and I've been training pretty well um, the I was fairly confident that I'd at least give that front squat a bit of a nudge and I basically had it in in my head that I would first achieve the front squat and then I would do um, in the afternoon one day and then in the morning of the next day I would go for the sub six minute mile if I had achieved the front squat. The sub six minute mile probably similar confidence level that I had to the to the front squat I thought that it was in the realm of possibility but probably not um, you know, no guarantees by any means. Probably, to be fair, a little bit closer than the front squat, if I'm being honest. Um, but that we will never know. Um, so anyway, I, I, last Wednesday, I sort of 
was preparing for that, I knew that I had to do the double body weight. Was the bet with Jono was to do a double body weight front squat, and I sort of was warming up, and I think my plan was, um, I think it was what was it one thirty one, one forty one, one fifty one, and then one sixty one. And the warm-up was going pretty well. Um, I'd had like a little bit of a strange sensation in my left quad, but to be honest, on the day and on the warm-up, I didn't feel that at all. So it was feeling feeling pretty fine. There was no real um, issues or anything like that that I that I can blame. I mean, there's always something you can blame, isn't there, if you want to find an excuse. But to be fair, it was feeling pretty much fine, and I felt like I had was warming up pretty well. And I hit the 141, it moved pretty well. Um, there was no real drama with the 141. And when I sent that through to Jono, because I was sort of giving him these little updates as we went, he said that he was a little bit nervous um, that the 161 might go and he might lose that bet. Um, but I loaded up 151 on the next set. I took it down, started to come up with it, and it just basically didn't feel like it was moving. Um, and thought, geez, that's weird, because the 141 moved pretty well. And the most I had done in training was a 146. Um, about a week and a half prior to going for this and it had moved relatively relatively all right considering I you know had been training a little bit more that day or the days before I hadn't really done any kind of unloading or peaking or anything like that and it moved all right so I thought oh yeah if I have fresh legs and feels good on the day then it, I think 161's in the realm of possibility um, but the 151 did not happen so I unloaded it because it's you know I didn't have I don't have safeties at home so it was just dropped in front of me um, unloaded it, popped it back onto the rack, reloaded up the 151 and gave it another crack, no dice. So I didn't even hit what I had planned for my final warm-up on the um, front squats, which to me was a bit bizarre because I really did think that I had that in me. But I guess maybe just that heavier load on the front squat, um, trying to stabilize that. One of the things that I find with the front squat is I tend to tilt forward. And I guess with the heavier load, there's probably more of an ability to um, tilt forward or it's pushing you a little bit more forward than those lighter weights tend to and so it's a little bit harder to correct and so I'm, I'm kind of thinking that's what it was just a lack of exposure to those heavier weights and also um, I've been front squatting again for about a month or a month and a half so I'm pretty keen to to keep working on the front squat and to keep building it um, so that 161 becomes a possibility because I am keen um, to stack that with that that one mile in a sub six um but it wasn't to be today. I failed. I missed um, what I had planned for. I gave it a good nudge, but I fell very short because I did not even get to load the weights up to 161 because the 151 told me no. <laughs> um, so on to the next little thing that I mentioned. I, well, I guess I should probably address the six minute mile piece, but I basically decided that I wouldn't push for that. I would just leave that for now keep chipping away at some training that's working on that sort of a, a effort level um, as I move through um, to I guess this next phase of training which will kind of be doing what I can when I can because the good thing with training for a mile is that it can be shorter it can be sharper um, yes there would probably need to be a few longer runs but not crazy long runs like with the half so I think I might be able to squeeze in some of that stuff um, and again it'll just be being flexible with the approach but trying to not stray too far um, from some of the specificity and whether that's a month or two months or three months that I go for this again, we'll find out. But I definitely still want to hit that 161. And I would still love to make sure it was a double body weight front squat. So that is that. <laughs> um, On to the next thing which I mentioned, which was the baby update. So... Basically, I'm sitting here um, on the 8th of November, as I mentioned. Um, baby is or was due on the 6th of November. 
Um, so far, there have been no signs that baby is coming. Um, that could well change by the time this is released, because this will get released on the 10th of November. Maybe I will have um, baby number two, or baby number two will be with us then, but currently there is no baby number two, and it's one of those weird things, because it's a situation that you don't have a whole lot of control over, and um, the baby is going to come at some stage, um, <laughs> you know, and it's kind of just just waiting for that to happen, um, which is strange, because I'm, I am a bit of a, well, not, not as much as Sash, but I am a bit of a planner, and I do like to kind of know when things are going to happen, and be able to plan things around around those aspects but in this case it is what it is um we'll wait i would love to meet baby number two soon um obviously my wife is the one who has to do the hard work um with getting baby number two into the world so i know she's a little bit nervous um about that whereas i'm probably more excited but i do you know i i understand that and so i'm trying um to kind of temper um that excitement a little bit but it is challenging because it is a really cool and exciting time and i am excited to be um, a father of two and for us to have um, you know a four-person family and Harvey is also really really excited to meet his little baby brother um, and so we can't wait to kind of I guess yeah get to that reality which we've been talking about for quite a while now so that is the baby update um, moving on to oh, I guess probably the other thing actually with that before we do move on is it is quite funny isn't it because you hear of all these little sort of old wives tales about how you can you know bring on labor and all these sorts of things and I was sort of thinking of this from a from a scientific perspective it must be really hard to determine um, that because you know what of these things actually could work or do work because it's a very hard experiment to repeat it would be very hard to have controls it'd be very hard to know what whether something was just a spontaneous labor or not I just thought man you know do these things that people say work you know curb walking um, raspberry leaf teas all of these sorts of things do they work or are they just kind of you know things that have had associations with it's very hard to test with a randomized control trial so I don't know it was just a thought I had <laughs> um, I guess that's just me being weird um, as I am sometimes with those things so in terms of future goals and future focuses as I said for the next couple of months it's kind of just to get in um, what I can I want to keep focused on kind of just a general strength and a little bit of muscle focus um, with my lifting so some higher rep top sets followed by some back off sort of AMRAPs is basically all I'm going to be doing on some major lifts um, if I have sessions where I have more time I'll add some accessories um, but that's still going to be focused around building the bench and building the front squat essentially is going to be the main emphasis uh, emphases that I have with that training there's not going to be anything um, and particularly goal-wise, I think I'll just continue to have that 161 front squat in the back of my mind, um, keep the deadlift kind of just chipping away where it is, um, hopefully build the bench a little bit just for a bit of fun, um, and then, yeah, that, that's kind of my lifting focuses. Um, I want to keep the running up, um, as I've indicated, that six-minute mile is still something that would be fun um, to try and hit, and I guess you can do that with a little bit less dose than you would need for something like a um, half marathon, but you're still going to need a bit of that aerobic work. So that's kind of going to be the focus. And now how am I going to achieve that? Well, for the strength, I kind of have a bit of a plan and I'm yet to do something um, for my running aspects. But basically I've, I've designed or thought of this in a way of using um, what I've called micro sessions in order to try and achieve um, these short, sharp sessions, get something in, but have some semblance of a plan. Um, as I mentioned, I like to have a plan. I like to have a focus. And so 
whilst my training will be heavily reduced, or most likely will be heavily reduced, depends how the second baby sleeps and all those things, um, I still want it to have a focus. Um, and so basically what I'm doing is I've, kind of like what I've talked about before with the Stronger Dads online training community, I've got six key movement focuses and I'm just going to rotate essentially between those. Um, each of those six focuses will be divided into three sessions. So each session will have... Um, two different movement patterns um, so for instance session a is going to be a squat movement pattern superset with a vertical push pattern um, on the second day it'll be a horizontal push pattern with a vertical pull pattern and then on the c day or the or day three it'll be a hinge pattern superset with a horizontal pull pattern so basically for the lower body there's always going to be a squat and a hinge um, in that three day rotation for the upper body, there's always going to be um, a vertical push and a vertical pull and a horizontal push and a horizontal pull every week, basically, or every three day period. Now, the idea will be with these sessions that I essentially go um, from session A to session B to session C. doesn't matter if that's over a week, two weeks, three days, whatever it is. Um, I'm just going to go ABC, 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 essentially. And then what I'll do if I have more time within these training sessions is I will just basically, well, there's two options, right? I could stack an A and a B session together or an A, B and a C session together potentially. Um, or I'll do, you know, the A session, which I said was squat and vertical push focused. And then I'll just add some other bonus movements that focus on those same areas, you know, so that could be more lunges, that could be um, side raises, that could be other sort of shoulder work, but basically stuff that focuses on those movements is what I'm thinking in terms of what I would do if I have additional time. So yeah, basically there's two options there, right? Either stack AB and or BC or CA or whatever it is, but, or add more of those same movement patterns on and then just, you know, make it a bigger A session or a bigger B session. So I'm going to be quite flexible with that. Um, the other aspect of that is if it needs to be shorter, um, and that could well be the case. So what I've done to try and basically ensure that these sessions can be kept uh, as short as possible or as brief as possible if they need to be, is be very, very flexible with the prescription. So essentially, if we look at day A um, or session A, for example, the squat and the vertical push, I've paired the front squat with the military press. Um, a, because I want to focus on the front squat. And then also because a front squat and a military press um, the weights are a little bit more similar than say my back squat would be with my military press. Secondly, the front squat and the military press start from the same height. Um, so there isn't any kind of issue, um, with changing, you know, from a higher rack position to a lower rack position. Um, and then the third thing is they can be done at home. So I don't need to leave the house to do these because I can do those from my squat rack. The same thing with my exercises I've chosen for my B session, which are a bench press and a wide group pull-up. Again, I can bench in the rack and then I can just do my pull-ups from the pull-up bar. So there's no changing of equipment heights or anything like that. It's quite an easy transition between those two. Um, and then the last one, and this one may require a little bit more work and I may substitute <laughs> the row for something else, but it's a deadlift and a penlay row. Um, the exercises on that last day, because obviously... I'm going to have to take a bit of weight off from my deadlift to my row because I'm not that strong at rowing um, compared to my deadlift. And just for context in terms of what what do these things look like in terms of my targets, so my front squat and military press have the exact same prescription, again, to make it as simple and little thinking as possible. Um, it's a times two at an eight RPE, so a double with two reps left in the tank. Um, and then from one to three drop sets, so the minimum for a day would be build up to the double at an eight RPE and do one drop 
one drop back set. That drop back set for these is a 75% AMRAP to a 9 RPE. So working to just shy, a rep shy of failure at a 75% of 1RM weight. Or it could be up to three sets depending if I've got time. Now, I did this last week for my bench press and pull-ups and I was able to get through... Um, I think it was actually all three drop sets in that day um, in 15 minutes. So if I'm working between, I'm not having long rest periods, it is possible to actually get through these sessions. You know, if I just did one and one, that's probably 10 minutes, including the warm up. Um, and if I did all three, you know, it might be as little as 15, but it could take as long as 20 to 25 or something, depending on how much, I guess, mucking around there is. So that's what I'm looking at with these micro sessions, essentially stacking two different movement patterns um, that can kind of complement each other so that you're not getting super fatigued. Um, and one and affecting the other it's efficient you can change over the you know you can move from exercise to exercise really really quickly you don't have to muck around um, and also exercise I'm familiar with and don't require a whole lot of warm-up um, and then just moving through the six movement patterns which I focus on um, from day to day so as I said my one is I'm going in a is a squat and a vertical push a B session is a horizontal push and a vertical pull and a C session is a hinge and a horizontal pull um, so yeah, that's kind of how I'm stacking those. That's what I'm looking at doing. We'll see how that pans out in real life. But the idea is if I know I've got, you know, 10 minutes, half an hour, whatever it might be, um, I can go in and I can basically jump into whichever session is next. If I've done B recently, then I'll just jump straight into C. If I've done C recently, I jump straight into A. So that's kind of how I anticipate that working. Um, what else did I have here? Um, kind of, th that's pretty much it for today, really. I don't have too many more updates um, for you, I've been trying to not commit to too much over this next sort of week or two in terms of um, planning to have guests on and things, but I do have a guest lined up for next week. Um, so fingers crossed baby has come a few days at least prior to that. So And um, we will have a little bit of support here from Sasha's mum. So I think I'll still be able to get that session, uh, that guest on next week. Um, so yeah, it, it should be pretty good. Um, and we should be able to keep these episodes coming out week to week. Um, <laughs> well, at least that's the hope, right? We never know what might happen with baby number two, but I have committed to try and get an episode out every week. I have failed and missed two weeks this year, which I think is not too bad. Um, episode 43 in the books today. So I'm pretty happy with the, with the commitment to keeping this regular. Um, and I'm hoping I've formed that into enough of a habit that even when life gets hectic, um, I can continue to get these out most, hopefully every, um, week for you guys. But if you have any sort of um, ideas or people that you might want on who, you know, special guests you might want me to chat to, feel free to fire those through to me on my Instagram. Um, if you've got any questions, again, feel free to fire those to me on Instagram as well. I'm more than happy to kind of spend some time jumping into some of those um, listener-specific queries that you might have um, for me. So yeah, jump on Instagram, fire those through. But otherwise, um, wish us luck with baby number two. Um, hopefully the next time you hear from me, um, we will have baby number two with us. Um, and I'll be able to have a little bit of a chat maybe about how those first few days um, have been with a little one. Um, but as I said, next week we're most likely having a guest on and I'll be looking forward to sharing that one with you so have a good week team it's been great to chat thanks for listening to this episode of the stronger dads collective podcast if you found anything within this episode valuable please be sure to share it with someone else who you think might benefit from its content don't forget to give the podcast a rating on whatever platform you're listening to if you want to follow along with what I'm up to you can follow me on instagram at hjp underscore stronger dads if you're interested in any of my coaching services or learning more about me, just head to hjpmethod.co.nz. That's hjpmethod.co.nz. 
Right, we'll see you on the next one.